action. End zone. There it is. Unbelievable. The two-point try is good. And it's Taylor Decker, part of the old guard that was saluted after the win last week. And the Lions are up by one. What else could it be? So the call is an illegal touch. I think number 70 and number 68 came in. And I'm not sure 68 reported as an eligible. The Lions will have to do it again. But you see Dan talking to him, and I can't imagine, you know, I can't imagine them having that play in and him not reporting. Because that would be stressed. Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something well 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 <laughs> voice too deep that was a clip from last night's Detroit Lions Dallas Cowboys game we're gonna call that we're gonna call that game the controversy the controversy. Was this worse than the Raiders and Patriots game back in, I think it was 2005, I think? When it's when John Gruden was coaching them. And it was a snowy game out in, out in Massachusetts, Boston. Tom Brady looked like he threw the ball. But he pulled it back into his body, got hit, and the ball hit the ground. Or he, his arm was going, but as soon as he got hit, it looked like he was trying to tuck it. I guess that's called a tuck game. He threw it down. It was a fumble. Raiders thought they got the ball. Game over. And then the ref was like, no, it's a forward pass. He was going forward. Is that a bigger controversy than that? What about when the Cowboys and Dolphins played back in, I don't know what year it was. I was a young kid around that time. It was like the 90s. Leon let in the fumble. Dolphins kick a field goal. It gets blocked. Everybody on the Cowboys is like, hey, they waving it off. Hey, nobody touch the ball. Nobody touch it. If you touch it, it's a live ball. Nobody touch it. Nobody touch it. And for some reason, Leon Lett forgot the rules at that moment, runs out to the ball, and realizing he can't slow his momentum down, slips, kicks the ball, the Dolphins get on top of it. They get another try to kick a field goal. They win the game. I think it was Thanksgiving or something. Is it bigger than that? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about these big games today on this football Sunday. And you know who it is. It's your boy, Dubs in the building. This is the analyst. This is the 54th episode and stuff. Uh, You know, the hustle never sleeps. Yeah, it should be 54. Yeah, I got to pull it up. I be sometimes getting my stuff so confused. I be like, how many episodes have I done? 
it's, yeah, it's gotta be like at least 54. 54. Um, let's see, see if I can pull it up. Well, it ain't gonna come up. Whatever. Um, yeah, man. You know how we rocking. Check me out on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check me out if you missed any of that. Those episodes, you could go to um, Facebook Light page. I always post it on there. Dubs in the building. It'll show all the episodes every time I post it. Um, I appreciate everyone that subscribed checked out each episode um appreciative let me tell you something man let me tell you something this football sunday is massive i'm telling you it has some implications in here that everybody needs to be paying attention to. I'm telling you, we have so many big games today. We have so many key guys being hurt in crucial games that it is important to pay close attention to these certain games. We had a big game last night. The Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my goodness. When I tell you, like, uh, I ain't get home till late. I was out making some money. Legal way, legal way. Let's get it twisted. Let's don't get it twisted. Because out here, um, make some money dashing if you care. Um, this game last night was, it was, it, it was, it was, it was thrilling, but it was disappointing to see how it ended. But what I could see, the Lions the offense really wasn't moving like that for three quarters. They wasn't. Fourth quarter is when, like, they really started figuring stuff out, picking stuff up. But it wasn't until late. The Cowboys, I think they were, I think they realized they was in a fight. With the Lions, this was basically to cement who's the third best team or who's the number one team in the NFC. And this is the topic. This has been a debate all season. Who's the third best team? Who's the uh, who's like who's after the 49ers, Eagles? You know, Eagles have been having their ups and downs. Who's that? You know. Who's that other team? Dallas, I guess. 
for right now, but they prove they're the other team. Can't really say they're the third best team because they did beat the Eagles. And if the Eagles lose today and lose next week, Dallas wins the NFC East. Potentially beating them one seed. But the Eagles got the Cardinals and then they got the Giants. But the Cowboys did what they were supposed to. Um, went in. Went in last night. They beat the Detroit Lions 20-19. Both teams are 11-5 right now. Dallas finished the season 8-0 at home. Undefeated. Didn't take a blemish or nothing. Big ups to them. They got stops when they needed to. Um, they was creating different looks for Jerry Goff where he wasn't going to be comfortable in that pocket. Until that, you know, last drive, and they drove down the field so easy, throwing it to Sam LaPorter, throwing it to Amon St. Brown, and he was just picking that. They was picking that defense apart. Wasn't until, sorry, congestion, folks, congestion. Let me tell you something. The Lions last night should have won that game. That game was in their hands. If they wasn't going to win it in regulation, they should have won it maybe going to overtime. The Cowboys were playing a soft coverage on the lines on that last drive. It was. Stephon Gilmore is their best corner since Trayvon Diggs is out for the season. Torn ACL. So you would think the best corner on the best receiver, he could shut that down. He got to go find somebody else. For some reason on that last drive, Jared Goff, was finding I'm on Sabre. Even with him getting that game winning touchdown, he was getting some big catches. Okay, if you look at their stats, I'm on St. Brown and Sam LaPorter really was the only two guys on that whole team that was getting open. Jameson Williams, you know, he had some good catches. But those two couldn't be guarded. Now, if you look at the other side, look at the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb looked like he couldn't be guarded. 13 receptions, 20, 27 yards, one touchdown, 17.5 yards a catch. 92 yards was his longest. He had 17 targets. Imagine if those weren't incompletions and he would have caught all 17. He would have probably had 300 by himself. He really had no help. It was him and everybody else. This game was crucial for both teams. NLC seeding and everything. 
and the Cowboys got a big one. They got a crucial one. Now, it's going to be talked about very heavy about how did the refs officiate it, especially towards when then the Lions going for the two-point, and you got Jerry Goff and Decker up there. They're talking, and they're like, hey, he's the eligible receiver. And then you got another lineman running up, and the ref looks confused. You see him run off. The ref ran off. So he thought, all right, cool. I just got to worry about just him. And he saw somebody else come up. So he was like, oh, he must be eligible too. But he got the numbers mixed up. You can listen to the PA. Listen to what the PA person said. Who he said was eligible. Pay attention. The Lions were trying to confuse the Cowboys or confuse everyone. Instead, they confused the wrong person person a person that gotta make sure that he's the one that can go catch it i've been watching game day morning all morning i've been watching stuff on twitter i've been watching everything to see like how they were set up the ref made a mistake but then you could look and be like did he really make the wrong mistake or did the lions try to confuse the wrong person because why would you do that? Why would you try to confuse the referee when it should be the Cowboys you're trying to confuse? It just didn't make sense. But it just shows these referees have been terrible all season. All season. They've been calling bad calls. They've been messing up games it's it's been terrible these reps should not be deciding key games i was watching that cowboys game and i, I was watching some stuff and these refs whoo i'm telling you like i don't know what's passing interference or what's illegal contact anymore because what i saw last night i was like yeah if that's not illegal contact if you grab me before i turn and then you just put your hand on me. You still grabbing on to me. And, like, I can't even catch it. What am I supposed to do? Smack you in the face? It's just terrible, man. It's just terrible. But I'm hoping these games this week and next week are not going to be dictated by these referees. Let these guys on the field dictate who's going to win. Game of the week to me, Dolphins at Ravens. <sighs> ah, sorry. Too much congestion. It's almost gone. It's almost gone. I remember this game last year. I did. I was at this game. It was a nice, it was a pretty decent day. It's like a week after my birthday. Went there with my boy G. We go to the you know this MNT Bank Stadium. Crazy game. Packed in there. You know, second week. Last time we played them when it was early in the season. Ravens smoked us. In Miami put up about fifty. Lamar threw five touchdowns. It was ugly, right? So I go into the game last year. 
I'm watching. First half, it just looks ugly. Shot Bateman was burning Xavier Howard down the field. He was killing him. Uh, we couldn't stop Lamar Jackson. We couldn't stop nothing that they were doing. 28-7 and a half. I'm sitting there eating. I had just these nachos in my hand. And I got Ravens fans to my left and right. My boy G could tell you this. I sat there and held it in my hand. They're, they're talking smack. Left, right. There's a person in front of me. He's trying to pass like peanuts. He's like, hey, man, you might as well just eat this. Because you ain't going to do nothing today. And I'm sitting there saying, dang. I ain't, I ain't eat it, you know. But those nachos was so significant. Because the guy to my right was like, yeah, man, this game's over. And in my head, I'm the competitive one. I talk a lot of shit. I said, nah, this game ain't over. This is Madden. If you don't keep the foot on the gas, I'm going to come back and I can win this. This is not unreachable. Like, it's really not. You're really only gotten by three touchdowns. What makes you think I can't score three in, th in one quarter? 15 minutes. 30 minutes left in the game. What makes you think I can't score that? I said, we're going to come back and we're going to win. I said, if you don't, if they don't keep the foot on the gas, watch the Ravens lose. We started cutting that lead. It gets to the fourth quarter. I think the score was like... I think it was like, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was like 30, 35, 20-something. So we're shortening the lead. And I told the dude, I said, if it gets to six minutes and we score again, I guarantee the Dolphins are going to win this game. I might have got the score mixed up around that time. I got to look to see what it was last year. It got to the point. The Ravens' defense, their secondary, was having miscommunication. And Tyreek just kept running go routes wide open down the field. Touchdown. The second one he ran, that's what, that's, I think it was the second, first or the second one. He That's when we, we tied the game. Or took the lead. And they was just like, oh, look. The fans were like quiet in the stadium. I mean, quiet. And they kept having this chant going, you know, let's go Ravens. Like, it was loud in there. I'm talking about, like, thunderous loud. So, we score, we go up. I think the Ravens score again. I think they score, like, a field goal. So, it, it was, like, 38-34, I think. Something like that. So... Dolphins got the ball back. I can't remember how much time was up. I think it was like two minutes or something. Tell me why in two plays the Dolphins got all the way down to, I think it was like the 15 in two plays. I said, uh-oh. Ravens called timeout. I said, and I'm sitting there looking. Dolphins running the clock, running the clock. I'm looking around, I said, yo, if we score, you know, like, y'all got to go back home. Matter of fact, y'all got to go back around the corner, you know, because y'all don't live far. And y'all got to deal with, we just came back and won this game. And up to this point, two will do five touchdowns. Five. With the newly acquired Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I think he, this is the second game with the team. 
So he still got to figure it out. Tyreek had over 100, two touchdowns. Jalen had, I think he had one touchdown, 171 yards, 11 receptions. Tua moves, steps up in the pocket. Those are Jalen Waddle game winning touchdowns. I go crazy. Dolphin fans are to my left throughout the whole stadium because this is the first time I've ever seen that Dolphins have really started coming out to these games because the majority of the time I used to watch a lot of Dolphins games on TV, especially home games. And you could tell the stadium's half, half empty. And it's because ticket prices and most times people ain't really thinking about football like that. So you would just be like, oh, people are just at the beach or whatever. But you seen in the stadium, it was packed with Dolphin fans. It was. Hype and shit, you know. So we come into this season. I look at the schedule. I'm like, all right, cool. This is what we play. I look at the last three games. I said, damn. We got the Cowboys, Ravens, Bills, Pac. I said, damn, they would give us tough games towards the end of the season. We just got to handle what we need to handle up until this point. Just to, if we're not going into winning division, at least have a high seed, you know. At least have a chance. The offense right now leading the AFC East. Right now they're playing for the number one spot. Excuse me. They win this game against the Ravens in the number one seat because they beat them in the tiebreaker conference record. Chiefs are not a factor. Bills are not a factor. Only the Browns now will be a factor. If the Browns will lose that last game, the Dolphins are the clear number one. The Dolphins lose. If, if they lose to the Bills, then the Browns are the number one team. The Browns, I think Browns will have the overall tiebreaker or something. A better conference record over the Ravens and Dolphins. This game is massive, people. I'm telling you. Pay very close attention. The first time in the whole season I wanted to look at inactives. Because I was like, damn. Who's going to be out for the Dolphins? I already knew Jay Lovato was going to be out. They said he had a high ankle sprain. I said, damn. So he ain't going to be back until next week playing the Bills. I said, fuck. Then I seen yesterday Rohit Moser hurt knees in his ankle. He's not going to be ready. So I said, damn, we ain't even got a best right running back. Emmanuel Ogba's out. He usually plays a rotation role. So I was like, damn. But it's cool. We moved up Melvin Ingram. He'll be active. He was very important last year. Flip to the other side. Ravens have two corners out. Marion Williams, Brandon Stevens, they're both out. Kyle Hamilton, their best safety is out. Their guard, Kevin Zietler, Zietler, out. They'll all be back, you know, probably tomorrow. That's what it says. This is massive. This is for MVP number one seed, and this is for everything. If the Dolphins want to prove something, it's like they won last week against the Cowboys. Beat the Ravens, handle business. So when you play the the, the Bills, they know this division is not there no more. The Dolphins win today, they're the AFC East champs. You win today, it's it's over. Clear cut. You ain't got to worry about it no more. No more. You'll just be playing them just for seeding. 
because the Bills are going to win today. They face the Patriots. They'll be in the playoffs. But you can make them either a five seed or a six seed. I'm telling you. Lamar's my favorite player in the whole league. I've told people this. They've known this. He's my favorite player in the league because he's he's been an underdog since he came in the league. They wanted to count him out saying he ain't that good. And I'm sitting there just like, you crazy. He's nice. He leads their team in Russia with 786 yards, five touchdowns. His best receiver has been playing well. 74 receptions, 752 yards, four touchdowns by Zay Flowers. This game is crucial. Do I be biased? Or do I just go with who I think will win? I think the Dolphins will win today. Dolphins are going to attack. They're going to they're going to try to really manipulate and move some stuff. Just pay attention. Just because the Dolphins don't have Jalen Waddle, their fast receiver, you forget they had they just made Chase Claypool now active to play. Braxton Berrios, River Craycraft, Cedric Wilson. They have four other receivers, so it's no excuse that the Dolphins can't find nobody today. Versus the Ravens. Where where like they do a lot of play action, they're gonna move certain stuff. So if you try to bring pressure, most of the time the receivers are gonna move with the quarterback, and he's gonna find somebody. Pay attention. It's gonna be a crazy game. I like the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. It's gonna be a winning. They're gonna win by a field goal. The Dolphins will be twelve and four today. As for some other games, Bucks and Saints. This is what I'm going to say about this game. This is for the NFC South. Bucks win today. They win the, they win the NFC South. It's clear. It's over. No more discussion. They'll be 9-7 because the Falcons are 7-8, and then the Saints will be 7-9. If the Falcons lose to the Bears, then they'll be 7-9. Pay attention. Bucks going to get this win. Riding off of Baker Mayfield. And it's 3,598 yards, 26 touchdowns, 8 picks. He's going to show out today. In Tampa, he's going to be the reason they win. I like the Bucks. Another key game, that Falcons and Bears game, Taylor Heineke, I hope he's playing today. Is it not Desmond Redder? You playing a Bears team now, they're 6-9. and nine. They're not playing for the one seed. Nope, nope, nope. They might still be top five, but they're not playing for that one seed. They got six wins now. Don't be surprised if Justin Fields has a monster game. But it's going to be tough. They got great corners. They got a good secondary. I like what the Falcons have. But I'm going to go with Justin Fields. He's the underdog. He's like, hey, if you want to draft another quarterback, cool. But you're not going to draft who you want. Figure it out some other way. I like the Bears. Colts and Raiders. Raiders need this game more than the Colts. Even though the Colts need this game to stay within that AFC South and uh, see if they can win the division because right now they're tied with the Jags at 8-7. and seven. Raiders need this because if the Chiefs slip up against the Bengals today, the Raiders will be one game behind the Chiefs. One game. And I, I don't know if the Raiders play the Chiefs in the final game. I don't know. No, nah, they played the Broncos. 
The Raiders have been playing phenomenal. They beat the Chiefs last week. They got that big win Monday night. You don't think the Raiders are riding the wave right now? Hey, close attention to I like the Raiders in this game. I like the Jaguars to beat the Panthers. I like the 49ers to smoke the Commanders. They're going to get back right. The Ravens lost, pissed them off. They're going to get this win, be the one seed, and they just going to watch next week. They're going to coast, play the first half, and they're going to sit people. 49ers. Steelers and Seahawks. <clears throat> oh, Mason Rudolph versus Geno Smith. Who wants it more? What team wants to get in the playoffs? Do the Steelers really want this? Can they really bring that defense on the road? Can Mason Rudolph finally shut up the speculation and finally stop playing like he has no idea how to run that offense? I think he gets it done today. I really do. Who's guarding George Pickens and Deontay Johnson on that defense? I, I, I like I like what they got. Devin Witherspoon, you know, Tariq. Wooliard for the Seahawks on defense. Gino's going to be like, oh, shit, when TJ Watt comes through that hole. Like the Steelers. CJ plays today, which I think he will. Playing the Titans team, that's a gritty team. That's a tough team. I want the Texans to beat the Titans. I hope the Chargers beat the Broncos. I hope. Because they did my boy. They did Russ, Russell Wilson bad. They did him terrible. You're going to tell this man to sit. And he got 3,070 yards passing, 26 touchdowns, eight picks. You gonna do him dirty like that and make him the second string quarterback? Well, the Broncos lose by a fucking hundred. Charges. Chiefs and Bengals. Chiefs needs this game. They win. AFC West champs. No more talk. End of speculation. They don't care. AFC West champs. They lose. Bengals stay alive. Now the Chiefs got to worry about winning that last game of the season. Mm, it's so hard. Jamar Chase plays today. It's an arrowhead. Jake Brown didn't have a great game last week against the... Who did they play? I think it was the Steelers they played. I think it was the Steelers. Yeah. He didn't play so great. That Chiefs still got defense. They at home. I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. Rams and Giants. Matt Stafford and them boys going to keep it going. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be cold. Tyrod Taylor going to play tough. Um, Ah, I like the Rams in this game. Packers and Vikings, Sunday night game. Who wins? Who needs it? Jordan Love. 
it's your time, man. You putting a you playing an impressive season. Thirty five and eighty seven yards, twenty seven touchdowns, eleven picks. It's just that Justin Jefferson effect. No Zaire uh Alexander on their defense after the botched, you know coin toss thing. I like the Vikings to win this game. Mm. Key, key games. Key inactives. Mm, mm, mm. Go through Zach Moss not playing today. He got a forearm injury. Um, Michael Pittman was cleared of concussion protocol. He is active today. Josh Jacobs is doubtful and officially out for the Colts. He ain't practiced all week. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is out today. Um, first time he missed the game since high school. C. Dave Bether will start. Uh, Darius Slade was ruled out Friday due to a knee injury. Zach Cunningham is questionable, but he is out for the Eagles. Kyler Murray was dealing with illness, but he will play today. Uh, Von Miller and Demar Hamlin are both out today. Um... Let's see, the Bucks, Shaq Barrett, Carlton Davis, Mike Green, out today. Mm, you know, with the Dolphins, who's out, Bottle, Mostert, no Robert Hunt. Three of their linemen are hurt, so it's going to be tough for them. Sam Howell starts today because Jacoby Brissett got a hamstring injury. Um, I hope Puka and Cooper Cup stay healthy playing on that sorry field, but they're good to go. Jamar Chase plays today. Cole Komet is a game time decision. Hey, man, pay close attention, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be a crazy football Sunday. Whoever you're rooting for is... They're fighting for their playoff life. Some of them, they're already there. They're already in that playoff. They're just trying to make sure their seating is correct. Pay attention, folks. Today might be the day I might have to start dancing on people. Dolphins be number one seed? What? We'll see. Amazon Music. <coughs> Sorry. Apple Podcasts. Spotify, iHeartRadio. Take me on my Facebook like page, Dubs in the Building. TikTok, Dubs in the Building 24. Snapchat, Young Dubs 26. Let's go, Dolphins. Playing them Ravens. They got them black unis on. Okay. We don't care, though. Dolphins, baby. Hustle never sleeps. I catch y'all. Y'all have a good day. Peace.